liberties have been under attack for years. But this week, another more subtle theme has emerged. Our protections are on the block, too. The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Every Saturday from 3 to 6, mostly. For sure that's true today. Although next week I'll be on 3 to 5. I have um, an important conflict, but uh, it'll be jam-packed, so don't worry about that. But we are on uh, from 3 to 6 today. And as you know, if you listen to the show... I try to take the most important story of the week and talk about why it's important and what it kind of means to us and our future. But this week, there were numerous stories that I feel came together and really brought home to me uh, something that I'd kind of seen coming. I tweeted about earlier and I and I realized that uh, I feel like there are a lot of these are the beginning murmurings, the beginning um, they're laying the groundwork for taking away our protections. And um, it's it's easy for us, to, I think, to identify when our rights and our liberties are in the crosshairs. But the protections are really what is our, is what we use to defend ourselves from government prosecution, persecution and <clears throat> and prosecution. So it's not as front and center for us until it happens to you, which is why, uh, you know, that to to want to assert your right to bear arms. Everyone is aware of that. If that right went away, it would just disappear for everybody and you'd have uh, problems. But it's those other things, those protections that uh, are are actually, in my opinion, Critical. You you don't get those other things if you can't protect yourself. And this is what I mean. Uh, say the whole premise of our government, Bill of Rights, whatever, let's say, assuming we accept the official narrative on that, is that we, we have this government formed by the people, and as a protection against them, we have the Bill of Rights because there's an inherent conflict of interest between the two. That where the power is, those people are going to want to centralize the power, increase the power, exploit the power for their own benefit and privilege. And they, because of that, you have stated rights and you have these protections and all that kind of stuff too, so you can keep that in check. So uh, as you, we can all see that there's a trend to taking away the rights and liberties that are enshrined in the Bill of Rights and... Uh, like, for example, YouTube, Google, Facebook, these are all, in my mind, quasi-governmental entities because of where they came from, how they were supported, and uh, all of that soon to be um, benefited by regulatory barriers to entry, the censorship, whatever, that only they are going to be able to deliver so the little guy won't even be able to compete. That's all government-orchestrated, and uh, when they censor us, to me, that's an encroachment on freedom of speech. So they are censoring us. Anybody who's done a Google search or looked for something on YouTube the past month or two since the Parkland shooting will know that uh, uh, it's highly curated now towards official narratives. There's very little that kind of um, 
chaotic, uh, serendipity aspect of the internet is pretty much gone, at least at these mainstream, you know, the, the stuff you see first, that level. But if you still break through this censorship regi- regime and and start to make an impact on them, they can, uh, they might want to take you out. So that's what the Fourth, Fifth, and Sixth Amendments are for. So uh, the Fourth Amendment says you, you, can, you can't just have your stuff searched and seized all day long. It has to be specific stuff with a warrant saying what you did. The reason is if they can take all your stuff and just and store it at a fusion center, which is exactly what they're doing, uh, and then they want to get you on something, they can go, go through that and kind of mine the data to find something you did wrong. And it's not just if you're a child molester, you know, and they find that stuff on, they can, a lot of laws aren't even inherently wrong. They're just against the law. They can get you, nanny gate, you know, they can, if you didn't pay social security for a worker or if you grow pot in your backyard, I mean, stuff like that, which you could dispute is even should be criminal. They, they can go back if they want to stifle your freedom of speech, they can go back and mine through the data. That's why you want to preserve the fourth amendment. Too late. We lost it. The Fifth Amendment um, talks about due process. You can't be deprived of life, liberty, or property. They can't take your stuff or kill you or put you in jail without due process of law. And then the Sixth Amendment lays out what that due process is. You get a the right to a speedy and public trial. You can face your accuser. You have impartial jury. Uh, you can get um, com- compel witnesses to testify. And you have the assistance of counsel for the defense. That way, they can't trump charges up against you that you didn't really do or um, dig into old stuff or, or violate their own rules to put you away. So these three amendments are really important. And these are the ones that I am, am seeing as all the Sixth Amendment is a new one that I hadn't, hadn't been on my radar. But all these things are going away now. And there were a few examples of them. One uh, of, of what I'm talking about, how they can get you for the wrong thing just to shut you up. There was a guy named Nachio who ran Quest Communications when the Bush administration wanted warrantless wiretaps. He was the only guy who refused, and a short time later, he was put in jail for four years for insider trading. And his attorney wanted to say, these guys were out to get me as retaliation for saying no to their illegal wiretap. And the judge said, for national security reasons, you can't mount that defense. So he wasn't even entitled to his defense. Another guy, Sachtlieben, was an FBI agent who blew the whistle on the second underwear bomber who had been a British intelligence officer, agent, and this guy apparently didn't want anyone to get hurt, so he blew the whistle, and in what I think the Washington Post described as a bizarre coincidence, they found on this guy's computer kitty porn, so he went to jail for that. This week, Bill Cosby is facing jail. He was convicted uh, of, but not yet sentenced, if I understand correctly, of a um, sexual crime that he had settled 12 years ago with the victim, gave her money, three or $4 million was the report I read. And I believe this was the one where he made a deal with the prosecutor. You could not bring me up on criminal charges because I'm not admitting I did it, but I'm paying her off for that reason, because I don't want this trouble. So why I think the reason Bill Cosby is in this kind of trouble is that he undermines the disempowering race narrative of the left. And and that's why they want to shut him up. He really interferes with uh, 
you know, he might he might actually have some good advice that could uh, change the path of this, um, uh, you know, the racial problems that give so much political power to to the left, I would say, in this case. So these are all reasons. Uh, these are all people I think have been kind of persecuted by the government. And that is why we want to keep these rights strong. Yet I see attacks from all different directions. Michael Cohn, Cohen, uh, whose stuff was raided by the FBI. He's a lawyer, Trump's lawyer. Trump tweeted, attorney-client privilege is dead. I think Trump did that, basically put that in play. But it, it's outrageous, in my opinion. The warrant is sealed, so we can't see what really happened. But people on the left are saying, well, if they got the warrant, it must have been they must have had that really, really serious stuff that they would have needed, which just gives the benefit of the doubt to the government, which is the last thing you want to do. That's what these protections are for. Uh, there was one um, story in Columbine I read where Columbine not only had the massacre, but it had a later event. And since then, they followed troubled teens uh, have them go to psychiatric care, and now authorities are saying they want to access those records. So I see doctor-patient confidentiality in the crosshairs. I also noticed that Omar Mateen's widow was on trial, the Orlando um, Pulse shooter, for possibly knowing what he was up to. And whether it's directly spousal privilege or not, I believe this is an indication that spousal privilege will be in the crosshair. Here. So these confidentiality relationships are very uh, important for us to have the help that we need. Um, it's important for stable society. And I feel that these things are all in the crosshairs. And I also think um, even the right to a trial or a public defender is coming under attack with the Parkland shooter, Nicholas Cruz, with the argument being that I've been hearing, basically, we know he's guilty. Why should the taxpayers pay for this stuff? But the taxpayers need to pay for it because it's the government who uh, puts you in jeopardy. And that's why I think a public defender is the only entitlement, the only like we will pay for this entitlement in the Constitution, if I'm correct about that. Uh, so I realized that was a million things. I want to get into all of them. And we have some really fun and interesting uh, Comey clips that where he's trying to prove that what I just said is not true, but I can prove that he cannot be trusted. So we've got that. Uh, my trusty producer, Binkley, is here reading tweets and helping with these clips and the research. How are you doing, Binkley? I'm great. How are you? Obviously, I took your advice and had an extra cup of coffee. Always. <laughs> but um, I think people are going to have to listen to this show on like half speed <laughs> and so they can they can find that on propaganda report daily on tuesday i'm going to try to slow it down um but do we do have time to squeeze a tweet in what you got for me all right i have one from more news one who says the government seems to be overstepping its bounds across the board especially in the cohen and mateen cases and then adds insult to injury by forcing the public to pay for protracted or uh proacted Protracted litigation. Ugh. <laughs> that that is interesting. I hadn't thought of that angle. Is that there that uh, to the extent that the Parkland shooting, if if we're if there was, if we're not really getting the whole story, and there were some issues with this, you know, I think she's implying that maybe there's some there's funny business going on with some of these stories, which of course I'm the first person to want to look down that rabbit hole. 
uh, then we have to pay for it. We have to pay for for them setting things up uh, to use against us. So we can explore that idea. I want to get into some of the Comey stuff. Um, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. Wow, that was intense. On News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. 75 and sunny outside the studio. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemates Heating and Air. I am going to go to a call. I'm going to Will in Atlanta. Hi, Will. You're on with Monica. Good afternoon. Appreciate you taking my call. Um, I just wanted to uh, take issue with your supposition about what started off our country. Um, Our forefathers knew that America is the fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecies of Zion. We rely on the protection of divine providence. Uh, only America was founded by the righteous remnant, black and Celt, uh, of the House of so, Israel. So why did they have to write all that stuff down? Why didn't it just happen? Like the Bill of Rights, why do that if it's a totally divine, you know what I mean? Well, there are 18 forms of the word elected, the Constitution. Elect means chosen of God. Our, our founders knew it. Uh, we understand, most Southerners understand. that. So our why did they have to put protections in from governmental abuse? Because the government, uh, this is Satan's planet, and the government has to be the dog on the leash, and that now we have Rome and the false Jews have taken us over. That's who- but if the government is divine, then why do you have to put it on a leash? Like, I'm not, fo- I just don't think that your premise holds water. You know what I mean? So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to stump you. I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna move on. But um, so Binkley, you made a good point before saying uh, that the the leak is like that. This stuff that Comey was bringing out uh, was he was self-referencing his own leak. So what I'm gonna do. I actually don't have time to get into it until after the break. So we've got a lot of clips cut up. And I want to lay out how Comey is there to restore our confidence in the system. But all of his arguments kind of collapse in on themselves because, in my opinion, he's just an actor. He's just like a lifetime actor. I'm going to get into that, his deep, dark backstory. This is going to blow your mind. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. On News 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. I am your libertarian voice on WSB, and I think as a libertarian, I tend to have an open mind. I don't think you can get that way be a libertarian if you don't question the assumptions so when people call i want to hear what they have to say but and what they really mean but i have gotten uh, a lot of trolls lately so if you're listening before the break i don't always pick up on it because i really don't follow what they're saying um and one of the things that i've always kind of stood by is that i will not be rude to somebody or hang up on them i really want to hear what they have to say but now that i'm getting a rash of trolls so so I some of my like when I criticized Sheriff Israel during the Parkland shooting, my YouTube, I got a strike on my YouTube channel. So I'm, I'm getting 
WordPress takedown notices. Like, I'm getting hit there. The one place that has never given me any censorship is WSB. And now all of a sudden, I'm getting trolls. So I'm just going to say, you know, I got it. Now I got to respond to that. If you're going to call with bigotry or anti-Semitism or profanity or calls to violence, I have to assume that you're trying to mess with me and my show and that, uh, you know, I I have to deal with that accordingly. So now I'm going to have to be aware of that. But it it happened all of a sudden. I'm not always I just from this moment on, I have to be more. uh skeptical when that I always give the people the benefit of the doubt that they are they are honestly trying to express something and sometimes I don't hear the messages that they're trying to send so hopefully we'll keep up on that maybe Binkley you can say hey troll maybe you have a little bell there isn't there a bell on your side of the there you go so if you if you if it, like I'm troll trying bell. to figure out what is it troll bell the troll bell yes so if you ever like think like why are you this guy is a troll because what i remember a guy called a while back um saying he thought the earth was flat and i don't think the earth is flat i've actually circled the globe in a plane in one week so i don't think it's flat um i've been in the concord we can actually see the curvature of the earth but i wanted to hear why the guy thought the earth was flat and uh and he didn't really convince me but then he i got a lot of he called himself at the end of it he called back later on a different subject some weeks later and he's like hey it's it's mark flat earth mark you know but he wasn't talking about that that was just i loved it i thought it was sweet but if people were tweeting at me during the call saying you know you gotta hang up on this guy he's a nut job and i'm like you know let's just hear what he has to say. Like, I'm sure he's wrong. So let's just talk about it. And then maybe we can help the guy out or you'll know where these people are coming from, what they really think. But when it starts to get, you know, there's just no place at all for, uh, you know, bigotry, anti-Semitism, racism, homophobia. You can't just start a demonizing groups. That's bad. That's where this whole, you know, that's the dialectic that is being generated for us to create uh, civil unrest in this country. And it's this divisiveness, the ideology of tyranny that is leading to us losing our rights. So with this Michael Cohn attorney client privilege breach, uh, I was looking, the ACLU put out a statement. I was like, or or a, somebody who worked for the ACLU, I'm not sure if it was an official ACL statement, but... He said, well, I'm sh- the warrant was sealed, so we do not know if they, I, I don't see the scenario under which they had a strong enough case to take the very unusual step of raiding a lawyer's office. But this guy at the ACLU said, well, I'm sure they had enough evidence or they wouldn't have gotten the warrant. <laughs> you know, So this kind of circular nonsense makes the left, you know, they were, they're just so crazed on anything that could hurt Trump that they're willing to give the benefit of the doubt to the government and total abandonment of their principles. Whereas from left to right, we should stand shoulder to shoulder and say, no, you can't take those protections away. The tables turn. The ideological differences aren't even that great. The welfare warfare continuum super state is all we're ever going to get from either party. So it doesn't matter. What we what we need to band together is our own personal protections. You want to be a communist? Move to California. You know, it just doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. Just preserve the 10th Amendment and you can have what you want. Anyway, I'm frustrated. 
I can tell. I know. So anyway, you know, I just, whatever. I am going to keep trying, though. I'm not going to let it get me down. See, I'm smart enough to know, you know, after enough, <laughs> maybe it's not very smart, but eventually, maybe I'm a little thick-headed, eventually, I'm going to wake up to this stuff. Uh, so, okay, Finkley, where were we? What are we talking about? Well, we were talking about how they were taking away our rights and the uh, trial attorney pr- or yes. the attorney so, client privilege. Right. So the Cohen thing was was one thing. Um, and and just to make it clear what I'm talking about with that, Michael Cohen is an attorney for Trump, and the big reason supposedly that his office was raided was to is that he he was the criminal actor in paying off Stormy Daniels, which was in violation of campaign finance laws. Stormy Daniels supposedly is making accusations against Trump, and this was hush money. But Trump is a public figure with a brand and a wife and a lot of money. And just like Bill Cosby, he might have paid her off without it being a function of the campaign. So this is no like giant crime. This guy's a huge criminal. He's going to destroy all the evidence, all this kind of stuff. I don't even see their argument for why they could raid his office and take a bunch of stuff out of it. On, on not just this topic, apparently. They took stuff on Sean Hannity, right, supposedly? So uh, there's that, but there were also other other items that I find disturbing in, you know, that they're attacking the patient-doctor privilege, uh, the right to a public defender, the right to trial by jury, the spousal privilege. The spousal privilege is one I've expected to go away for a long time because it would undermine the bounds, the binds, the bonds of marriage. It would undermine the bonds of marriage and destabilize that institution and maybe society. So when I saw Omar Mateen's wife uh, go on trial for possibly being aware of what he was up to, she won that, by the way, uh, because the father had been an FBI informant for 12 years. And she said those people were deceiving her on behalf of the government. So and she got off. So you got to wonder about some of these stories. Anyway, so um, so I my argument and and Binkley and I have made this argument before when Michael Chertoff, who was the I think the second Homeland Security director, came out and said that uh, what we need is a whole new legal architecture in this country, which just makes me quake in my boots. Like I can't deal with that. So. Um, when I see these things happening, every single solitary one of the Bill of Rights being attacked head on with all these stories that, you know, not only never let a good crisis go to waste, but I think crisis crises are generated on purpose in order to justify these encroachments. When I see that, it looks to me like the fulfillment of Chertoff's dream of a new legal architecture, tearing down the old one first, of course, and putting a new one in. Um, I think based on a digital, uh, you know, digital scaffolding. But so at the same time, we have James Comey just pushing his book hard, obviously. But he's got some messages to tell. I mean, his book was promoted when he was in Congress. One of the, Finkley and I talked about this on a podcast, one of the congressmen said, oh, I just want to say, Mr. Comey, that your statement, uh, your pre-statement to the, to the committee here was written in just... Oh, elegant prose. I've never read anything as fantastic as this. And Binkley said, yeah, and Binkley said, uh, hey, I bet he's writing a book. And here's the book. And then Comey in one of the interviews this week said, "It's I never expected to write a book. It just would have been irresponsible of me. We're like, liar. 
So they're promoting it. I'm just saying they're promoting him. They're promoting the book. They're feeding into his narrative. And he has a message that benefits them, which is this legal architecture is rock solid. Nobody's encroaching on it. Trump's trying to break it down, but I don't think he's strong enough. Now, of course, when it does fall down, they'll blame Trump, you know, so that I think is is a setup in itself. But I want to kind of clip by clip uh, peel back the layers of the onion to show you what Comey is up to and then show you why he cannot be trusted. So let me just take a couple of calls real quick. Um, unless, Binkley, do you have a quick tweet for me? Yes, I do. I have one from Brian who tweets that, Hey, James, everything you say in your crappy book tour can and will be used against you in a court of law. Wouldn't that be nice? That would that would mean there is still the rule of law, which people don't realize means that everyone is held to the same standards. Now, we know they're not, so <laughs> I don't think he's ever going to face a court of law. Um, I know this is off topic, but I'm going to go to Bryant in East Atlanta. Hi, Bryant. You're hey, on with How are you, Monica? Yeah. I know it's a little off topic, but I wanted to kind of get your opinion about North Korea when this all came out, and I've, I've been to Korea several times and been to the DMZ, when this all came out, it just seems kind of fishy to me, especially given the trade wars with China. And I'm wondering if China is setting Trump up for failure, knowing full well that Kim Jong-un is going to go off the rails. What do you think about that? Well, I'll tell you. The whole... <laughs> what goes on on the Korean Peninsula, I think, from the beginning, was meant to give us a presence there. You know, really, as the U.S., should never have been in Vietnam, should never have been in Korea. There's a book called uh, Peace by the Wonderful People Who Brought You Korea and Vietnam. It was written by an Army colonel in the 50s, I think, and or 60s. And the idea was that after World War II, we just started shipping our materiel directly to Vietnam and Korea. Like, so... Those wars were in the offing. They were there to increase our presence in in Asia. I really don't know, um, you know, how complete the kind of world takeover is. You know, Mao uh, went to some Yale exchange program. You know, the Rockefellers sent the technology to China over the past decades. Nixon opened China, made it an economic powerhouse. I I don't I just don't know if they're really if we're if any of this is as adversarial as we are led to believe. I really don't know. I mean, I, I feel like the element of a race keeps us spending a lot of defense dollars or keeps us um, uh, manufacturing at a, at a hyper high level or or keeps us um, able to use the excuse or the, our government to use the excuse to us that if if we don't have a strong presence in the Middle East, China and Russia will fill the void, you know, but I think there's reason to believe that we're, we are at some level already uh, calling the shots there, or they're all like the five families, you know, when it really comes, becomes important, they have a meeting and they figure out where it's all going to come out. You know, I mean, it's, it's uh, what many people, and I, I heard it first from James Corbett, call it the three-dimensional chess board, you know? So I can't, I don't take this stuff at face value. I don't look at the headlines of the two Korean leaders shaking hands and say, oh, wow, this is historic, you know? I just feel like it's a play, and I, I don't know what the script says. I haven't read the scripts, but 
Uh, I feel like it all moves towards the world corporation, you know, until we really wake up to it. But uh, let's get to some more tweets and more of your calls. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. It's a man A man On News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. 74 the high today, 47 the low overnight. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemates Heating and Air. And I am going to Morgan in Fayetteville. You are on with Monica. Hi, Monica. Yeah, I was. Uh, I love your show. I was listening earlier. You were talking about the protections, and I agree. And, and I just wanted to point out the stark contrast that the FBI uh, gave Cheryl Mills and Hillary Clinton's attorneys. Uh, they granted them immunity. Uh, and then they let them destroy laptops, and then and, and then the same FBI they go and raid a sitting president's attorney when she was just a candidate. It, to me, it's I'll let you go, but what a stark contrast! And in in the media, just to let it go, even when they know what's up, is is alarming. Thank you, ma'am. That is a good point, and uh, I, you know, I personally tend to shy away from. Stuff that plays into the dialectic, the left-right thing. Um, this is, you know, there's this double standard. I personally see this stuff. I, I don't even really, I know this is like shocking and people cannot really understand why I think this. I mean, some people do understand, but but a lot of people don't. I really, I really feel like the two-party system is has degenerated to the point of pure theater at this point. I think... So when I see that that Trump appointees all allowed this Cohen raid to happen, the left is saying because it was undeniable, it was undeniable. And I'm saying, you know what? I think this is part of the the theatrical event. I don't know where it's headed, but uh, you know, and I don't know who's paying the piper. But I feel like uh, yes, the bottom line for me is. That that raid on that office was absolutely outrageous, absolutely outrageous. That you you cannot undermine our ability to access counsel. It makes it impossible for us to defend ourselves against an overreaching government. It just does. Uh, double standard, no double standard. The fact that this happened in this way at this time to me uh, is extremely alarming. Binkley, we have like uh, thirty seconds left. So I guess we should wait. You've got um, some fun. We really have some funny stuff about Comey. Let's just get into that. Uh, I, I like to strike a, a lighter, more fun-loving tone every once in a while. And Comey gives us just uh, some educational, but also very, very entertaining material. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.